Hi there. Hey, my name is Christopher Perry. I'm the commissioner for the Western Collegiate Hockey League. And on this edition of the WCHL podcast, it's our pleasure to have on number 26 from the University of Oklahoma. This is Luke White. Luke, say hello to the masses. Hello. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for having me on. <laughs> yeah, Luke, yeah, I'll, I'll just say this right from the start. Uh, I think you're lucky that Andrew is not on the phone. Uh, he, <laughs> he would be fangirling right now. And we would not hear the, he would just be asking you, what's your favorite color? And you know, what do you like to (laughs) stuff like that? So he'd be, uh, he'd be, he wouldn't ask you anything, uh, of substance. He would just be wanting to know, you know, can I bring you brownies later on? Maybe some lasagna. (laughs) It's easy. So we can give him a hard time since he's not here. Yeah, definitely. Andrew's, Andrew's a good guy. He is. Well, hey, you said that, not me. So, uh, (laughs) Uh, he's a he's a great guy. He's a great guy. Well, Luke, hey, I appreciate you taking the time out of your Sunday afternoon to talk to us. Um, let's let's get started. You're from Saugus, California. How in the world did you get into uh, playing hockey? Yeah, my uh, my grandparents are both from uh, Toronto, so really, they, uh, yeah, they they moved when they were uh, around twenty ish, and uh, had my dad, and then me, and that's uh, that's kind of kind of how I got started with it. And then came came with family. So your grandparents played? Yeah, my grandpa did. Okay. And then uh he had your dad and, and your dad he also played? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now yeah. Where, where I'm not a geography major. I'm not a smart kid like you. So where is Saugus, <laughs> California? Is that San Francisco? Is that Los Angeles? Where in California uh, is that? We're we're about an hour north of LA. Uh me, Tyler Lazarick, Ray Wilson, Aaron Lara, we all we all grew up like playing with each other and stuff, so been pretty cool to go to college for all those guys all right and when you started up playing hockey what were the teams i mean i guess the the sharks were already there the kings the ducks they were already there yeah yeah the kings the kings came around i think in 67 the ducks and the sharks obviously came later but uh yeah born and raised king fan so (laughs) well see that was going to be my next question pretty miserable Pretty miserable years for a while, but we got a couple cups, so can't can't really complain. Can't complain. All right. And so, you grew up playing hockey. Uh, were you? Did you play anything else? I mean, or was it yeah, just hockey yeah. all the time? Yeah, I, I I dabbled with some other stuff, but I I played lacrosse through high school, but uh, couldn't really do a whole lot else because uh, hockey hockey season kind of spans through most of the other seasons. So, all right, it's pretty much just hockey. And so. Tell me in uh, out, out in California, is there? I know that now there's a robust high school league. Um, was there an organized league for you to play in before you went to go play juniors, or were you just on a youth team and that was it? Yeah, there, there were youth teams. Um, there was a high school league, but it was more of a, a low impact summer league type thing, so it wasn't wasn't too serious. But other than that, it was pretty much just just youth leagues, travel travel teams and stuff. Travel teams uh, and being in California, I'm sure you got to travel all over the place, huh? Oh yeah, not, yeah, a, whole all, lot, not a whole lot of tournaments out in California. Sorry, there weren't a whole lot of tournaments out in California. A uh, whole lot of tournaments? Yeah, I mean, you had probably had to travel to Detroit or Chicago or. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We went we went to Phoenix a lot. Um, Phoenix okay. a lot, Vegas. Um, we we went all over the place. DC once. Boston a couple times I think uh I came in Dallas once uh so it it really just depended on the year and what what tournaments the the parents felt like going to what 
couple of towns I felt like visiting <laughs> for the most part. <laughs> Is, isn't that what it's all about at that level, right? It's Where, yeah, where does mom much. and dad want to go? Where, where do, what, yeah, sites, what sites do they want to see? The heck with what the kids, do we want them to win or anything? Let's, what are we going to do? <laughs> yeah. So out of, out yeah. of traveling, what was the favorite place you traveled to? Ooh, I love Chicago. Uh, Boston was pretty cool. Uh, those are probably the two that stick out. I was, right. I was old enough to like actually wander around the city a little bit. It was, it was pretty cool. Very nice. So. Well, and then what was it that um, uh, I know that you played a couple of years in Valencia for the Western States League. Um, what was it about juniors? I mean, I guess tell me a little bit about that decision that you made. I want to continue playing hockey, but I'm not going to play youth hockey anymore. I'm going to go play the junior in the junior circuit. Yeah, it was, it was it was a pretty easy decision. I mean, um, I I Saugus is like in the same same kind of area as Valencia, so it's, I'm I born and raised only ten minutes from that rink. So I uh, grew up uh, the Flyers. Once Flyers were always always around, and just seemed kind of like a natural tra- transition for me. Take a take a few years off school and go play some hockey. So it it, it all worked out. Ended up ended up in a pretty good spot. Yeah, can't, can't really complain. <laughs> I'd say you're uh, there in Valencia. Um, you were, were was Coach Berge? Was he the coach there in Valencia at the time you started? Yeah, all, all three years. It was, uh, it was his first year coaching. Okay, coaching juniors. And my first year of juniors, we had a pretty young team, and he probably took us a little farther than we should have gotten. <laughs> we yeah. only had like three. Only had like three veterans, I think. So it was a real young team. Okay, and then so. uh, then. The next couple of years, I see you were, uh, I guess, not that you were the old man on the team, but they elected you into some leadership positions, huh? Yeah, yeah, I ended up with a letter. Uh, it was, it was, it was a good experience, uh, and whatnot. So it was, it was awesome. We had a we had a good group of guys pretty much all three years. So it was it was pretty cool. Now was and it? Players. You you had mentioned. I'm sorry. You had mentioned you played with. Uh, you grew up with Lazarick, Tyler Lazarick, and Ray Wilson, and you would say Aaron Lara. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. all four of us at, at at one at one point were on the. I played with all all three of them uh, on the Flyers at one point. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I don't think all at the same time. They all went to various spots at, at different times. But yeah, it was it was pretty cool playing playing with. Uh, guys i grew up with in juniors and now now college and then jackson giamona he uh he played on ontario actually so okay it was uh yeah it was it was kind of funny coming here and after after having played against him for a few years but it was a good experience so it's been great so did, that was josh Berge's first year as the head coach was your first year in valencia and then um uh so you spent three years there with him after that third year, what was the mindset? You're ready to go to college. You were aging out, so you had to go to college, or you had to find something to do, or were you just yeah. getting the itch that I I got to go? Yeah, I, I aged out, so I I kind of had to find something to do with my life. So college sounded sounded pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so who did you look at? And Tyler, uh, I, I looked at a few schools, um, but Lazarus and Lara were already here, and I, I knew them pretty well. And uh, Ray Wilson was transferring here, so I knew I knew him pretty well too. So it, they were talking up the school a good bit, and it, it just sounded like a pretty natural fit. And get to come here, and already already knew some guys here, and they loved it. So I figured I, I would too, and it was it was a good decision. 
Good. Very nice. So the others, the other opportunities that you were looking at, were they ACHA places? Were they NCAA places? Were they up in Canada? Yeah, yeah, ACHA for the most part, if, I, uh, if I'm remembering correctly. Uh, can't remember what other schools they were for the life of me. It was pretty much, pretty much OU the whole right. way. Uh, that, that's, it all worked out. That's fair. I'd say so. Now, you said that um, uh, the guys that were already here on the team, Lazarus and Lara, they were already here, and they did uh, a lot of the recruiting. But you came in, um, let's see, the head coach at that time was Peter Arvanitis, correct? Yeah. So yeah. did he do any of the recruiting, or did he just leave it up to uh, uh, the guys that you already knew? Yeah, I, I, I talked to Peter a good bit. Uh, but, I mean, it was, I don't know, you – you get you get a good feel for for a place from from your buddies that you have there already, you know. So it was definitely talked to Pete a little bit, but okay. uh, Lazarus and Lara definitely played a pretty big part in me coming here. That had to be kind of a culture shock coming from in just an hour north of L.A. to the flatlands here of Oklahoma, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. Pete told me I can wear shorts all the way through November, and that is just flat out wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what a coach a coach kind of fibbed a little bit during recruiting heavens yeah yeah who, who would have guessed <laughs> yeah who'd have guessed? <laughs> jeez all right so you came, yeah. you came to the university of oklahoma um and you've jeez this is your fourth year here now right yeah 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 graduated very nice what do uh, you what are you studying what's your major i'm double majoring in psychology and criminology with a minor in criminal justice Holy smokes! A double major. Yeah, it sounds like, sounds like a lot, but it's uh, it's not too bad. <laughs> wow! Now, how are you going to? Uh, I mean, just as a as a dumb layperson hearing that, that sure sounds like you're going to be one of these, uh, uh, you know, people that's uh, figure out who serial killers are and stuff like that uh, <laughs> with the psycho and uh, psychology aspect as, as as long as as well as the criminal justice. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm looking at law school stuff. I took the LSAT, did did really well on it. So yeah, starting to get into that application process, and it's uh, it's, uh, it's a weird time. You know, it's uh, feel feel like I'm applying to colleges all over again, but it's, uh, <laughs> a little a little tougher now. So. Just a little tougher, and you're uh, yeah. yeah, you're 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 thinking about uh, life after school and life after hockey and. Meanwhile, you got to finish up what you're doing here. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's been a it's been a couple busy weeks, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, wow. Okay, so psychology and criminal justice, you said. Yeah, psychology, criminology, and uh, minor criminal justice. Holy smokes! Wow, I didn't even realize Oklahoma <laughs> had a uh, had a criminal justice with or with a criminology minor. I knew about psychology, uh, so that's yeah. interesting. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I've had some had some cool classes and stuff, so it hasn't well, been too bad. Did your does your psychology classes do they allow you to uh, kind of analyze your teammates and figure out? Uh, do you apply some of those <laughs> those techniques that you learn in class to, oh. to the locker room? Oh yeah, oh yeah, maybe a little bit. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, what what were those first? You played two years under head coach Peter Arvanitis. What was uh, what was that like for you? Without going into his psychology or anything. Yeah. Yeah. It was- it was good. We had a we had we had a bunch of older guys and stuff, and some good guys. And I, I like Pete, so it, was, it wasn't bad. But I I think we had a we had a pretty down year my uh, my sophomore year, so it was it was it was probably time for a change at that point. I think it was a 
the first time that we had made nationals as as a program. So it was a, definitely a bit of a shock for uh, for all of us. We kind of just underperformed from start to finish that whole year. So yeah, yep. That first year, your freshman year, uh, you made the tournament uh, when it was in Columbus and let's see you, if I remember right, I think what Oklahoma beat Pittsburgh and was it in overtime in the first round? That sounds right. That sounds right. And then I, I, then we got, then we got stomped by, uh, Ohio. Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It was a, that was a tough game. <laughs> Ohio, Ohio just blasted everyone. Now, were you one of the guys that lasted all 60 minutes or did you get, uh, I was. <laughs> okay. Cause I, I, I was there and I remember, uh, there were a few guys that got invited to leave early. Yeah, yeah. I think we finished the game, and four or five guys were were either hurt or uh, or kicked out. So it was a it was definitely definitely a game I don't want to relive. <laughs> yeah, you and me both. Uh, yeah. So, so tell tell me what was that experience like? I, I know that in the Western States League. Uh, you go to the to the Las Vegas shootout, and they have their national tournament. And I know that when you were there at Valencia, you made it to their playoff, their national tournament, didn't you? Thought- uh, so they 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 actually when I was playing, they they did the, the playoff a little different. It was more of a it was like home and home series type deal. It okay. was kind of kind of like a standard playoff. They didn't really have a tournament. They uh, ah. they switched it for my first year. Into, into what I played in, and then after I left, they switched it back to a national tournament type, I see. type deal. Okay. So, so you just did a home-and-home yeah, home with, with, like, traditional playoff pairings. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was, it, was, it, was, it was like a normal playoff. Um, it was three-game series, though, so it, it, the, the weekends didn't last, last like, long. The series didn't last longer than, like, a weekend um, until you got to – I think the final, I think, might have been a five or seven game series, but yeah. we we didn't get that far. So okay, didn't have to worry about that. <laughs> you blame the coaching on that one, right, Coach Berge? Once again, oh no, no, yeah. Berge did a good job. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's what I've heard. All right, so you go to Columbus. What what were your impressions there of the ACHA and uh, the the Nationals event that uh, you got to see in Columbus during that freshman year of yours? Oh, it was awesome. Both both Columbus and Dallas were were awesome it was it was really well put together uh the facilities were great and stuff so it was it was it was awesome it was really well run and stuff so it was it was great yeah pretty pretty good experience and then uh so two years under coach arvanitas and then as you said the uh the the program made a change and they brought in coach Berge. uh what was what was that like because all of a sudden you're the guy who you were with for three years in juniors in california is now your head coach in Oklahoma of all places? Yeah, it was it was, it was pretty crazy. Bergie's Bergie's from Oklahoma City, so he was he was actually kind of the connection that brought all of us all of us here. So it was it was pretty cool uh, having having him back back on the bench. Uh, but it was definitely a bit of a bit of a change, especially for uh, guys who didn't really know what to expect. It was uh, a little more back skating and stuff. So. <laughs> kind of a change so it was it was a good change though i think it was it was needed well that's that's what i was going to ask was that a welcome change or was that just uh, uh a not so welcome change but you, you said it was needed and I, I guess it worked out because that same team that for the, for all practical purposes didn't make the national tournament your sophomore year they went back to nationals uh your junior year yeah yeah i mean it was, it was pretty much the same group of guys and 
were we were just we were just underperforming under Pete. It wasn't really necessarily anything about Pete. It was it was just we just needed needed a change. You see it all the time in in hockey and stuff. Sometimes to bring about better things, you just got to shake it up a little bit. I think that's kind of what it was. Yep. Now we're now we're doing even better this year. I mean, we're we're fourteen and four. I think so. It's, uh, worked out so far. It's worked out, I'd say. Yeah, last year you get yeah. you made it down to uh, nationals in Frisco. Uh, that, that had to be pretty nice. Yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty cool. Pretty uh, pretty close to close to Norman, so it was it was kind of cool. We got to have some friends and stuff come down and whatnot. So it was, it was pretty cool. The uh, the the one thing I remember, Luke, is that uh, in Columbus, boy, there was a lot of snow, or there were flurries. It was cold. It was kind of miserable. Whereas uh, in Frisco last year, it was uh, you you could walk outside in shorts if you wanted to. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, the weather was really nice. So last year you yeah. win, uh, you beat Drexel in the first round, and then uh, you ran into the buzzsaw that was Michigan Dearborn, who they went on to the final four. Um, w- did you find that there was any uh, different experience, or was it the same kind of experience for you uh, or for the team uh, playing at nationals under Coach Berge than there was uh, uh, before when you were in Columbus? Uh, you know, I mean, it's all 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 of those tournaments and stuff are, are kind of the same deal. You prepare yourself the same way and whatnot, and it's, it's kind of the same deal. But it was a definitely different environment, as, as you said. So, uh, it was, it was cool though. It was nice having having some friends come down, and and uh, I had I had a couple family members make the trip, so it was it was pretty cool. It, it was a it was a good experience. Nice, very nice. Well, and as you said, this year Oklahoma seems to be doing okay, right? Geez, they're only ranked what twelfth in the nation right now under the computer. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, uh, we'll see how that goes after this weekend. Split with UCO, <laughs> they were uh, they were number eight. So we'll, well you see beat, where we end up after that. Yeah, you beat them on uh, – we're, we're talking here on Sunday afternoon, and you played Thursday night and Friday night, and you beat them on, on uh, Friday night uh, – no, Thursday night, 3-2. to two. You had a goal in that game. Um, Ooh, I don't think I did, actually. No? Well, maybe you got on the score no, sheet. No, I – yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> I, I remember having to write your name down. Uh, <laughs> so maybe you were on the Apple there. Um, yeah. All right. And so you beat them 3-2 to two on Thursday night. What was that like? Because, I mean, uh, Scott Joy, number 23, scores the game-winning goal with 18 and a half seconds left in the game. Yeah, that was, uh, was definitely pretty crazy. It was, uh, those games are always fun. I mean, you, you can't beat rivalry games. And they're fun to be a part of and, and whatnot. And, Everybody's all all sorts of heated and jacked up, so it's a uh, it's fun, a lot of fun, and it's always nice beating those guys. They uh, they like to play on the edge of things, so to say. So it was a uh, definitely fun games. You got to have have your head on a swivel, make sure you don't don't get yourself hurt. But it's a uh, definitely fun. A lot what, of fun. What what is it about rivalry games that makes it um, uh, different than playing uh, a Missouri State or a Colorado? Um, other than the fact that it's, you know, someone that you, you want to have some bragging rights over, what is it that brings out that extra physicality that makes you have to keep your head on that swivel? I, you know, I think it's the crowds, uh, UCO, they're, uh, they're a commuter school in Edmond and pretty much, pretty much everybody who goes there, uh, apply to OU. <laughs> so it's, uh, they're, they're a little bitter and it's kind of the only sport that they actually play out there. So it's, uh, they root for OU and everything but hockey. <laughs> okay. So it's, uh. 
their uh, their fans kind of kind of spark a lot of a lot of animosity. I think. Okay, well, the crowds are definitely big. Crowds are definitely big, yeah. And here I'm looking. You got the uh, first assist there on Pusar's goal there in the second period. So uh, yeah, that's where I was. I, I knew I knew I put down 26 uh, on the on the sheet. <laughs> so uh, Friday night didn't go your way though. Four to one for uh, for UCO up there at uh, at their place. Um, and that that thing kind of did get a little physical there at times. More physical than Thursday night. Thursday night was a good hockey game with a whole bunch of uh, you know hard hitting. A lot of action, but, um, you know, geez, Thursday, uh, I mean, Friday, there was a lot of, uh, I'm not going to say goonery, but, geez, we almost had a goalie fight. Goalies come beaking at one another from the blue line, and um, all, all four <laughs> officials have to kind of bear hug folks to get them out of a pile. I mean, uh, is that just, is that what comes naturally from playing the, the second game in as many days, or is that just because... It's once again their crowd, and you're playing at the uh, at the UCO rink instead of the OU rink. Yeah, I I think it's got more to do with uh, their their than than anything else. I think they uh they have a tendency to play into it and kind of try and get their fans into it by by taking some runs at us. But it's uh nothing nothing I can't expect after after a few years of being here. I kind of kind of know what to expect whenever I go there. It's a rowdy crowd. It's always fun. Right. You just gotta gotta be aware that you got some uh, some meatheads on UCO that are running around. <laughs> all, right. So, all right, well, all 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 in good fun though. It's a it's a great time. Those are those are always the games you look forward to. Are Are there any kids on that team um, uh, that you know from your Western States League days? Uh, yeah, Mikhailov actually. He's a he's a Russian freshman on uh, on on their team. He's one of their uh, more skilled guys. He's a crazy skilled crazy skilled you just gotta gotta put the body on them that kind of takes them off the game a little bit and then i know uh zach Lawson too uh number 29 i believe uh he's a he's a good dude good dude he can he can skate he can shoot so gotta gotta have an eye out for him whenever he's got the puck but uh yeah i, I think other than those two guys I don't, I don't know if i've played against or with anybody else uh but okay yeah Nice, very nice. Now, I mean, you've been around the the Western Collegiate League now for for a little while. Um, I know I always ask this of the the, the folks that uh, uh, that we talk to, the players that we talk to. Other than the Blazers Ice Center, uh, what what's the favorite Western WCHL t- uh, rink that you like to play in? Ooh, that's a, that's a tough question. I don't know. Anytime you go to Tucson, you know that you're gonna you're gonna be skating on some. Some, some of the nicest ice you'll you'll ever touch. Uh, Tucson Convention Center. So yep. They got an HL team there, so it's a uh, always always nice playing there. Their facilities are great. Um, Missouri State's always fun. They always have good crowds. We always have good games with them. Um, their their crowd gets into it. UCO is another one. Uh, their their crowd gets into it, so it's always a fun environment to play in. Um, I think that's that's probably that's probably the top three. Um, okay. Right. Yeah, and the Colorado's always kind of suck going to, not necessarily their facilities or anything, just the altitude. You're always sucking wind for a weekend, so it kind of sucks. But <laughs> <laughs> you can really tell the difference, huh? Oh yeah, it sucks. <laughs> wow. Yeah, right. you're 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 huffing and puffing. <laughs> now, does it does it matter to you? You you named UCO. You mattered Missouri State, and both of those guys, uh, both of those programs, they have um, uh, they get good crowds. 
Um, I know when you went to Tucson earlier this year, you had to play games at one in the afternoon, and there were maybe 50 people in the stands. Uh, does that matter? You're just considering, well, it's the facility, it's the ice. That's all I care about. Yeah, the facility and the ice are great. Um, I, I think there were probably more people in, in the stands than it, than it looked like. It's just that place is so big that even if you had, even if you had 500 to 1,000 people in there, it would look like nothing. Yeah. Um, and I, I know that I, with, with all, all the California kids, we had a, we had a nice contingent of uh, families and, and all that and, and stuff who made the trip. So it was, I think there were actually probably a pretty decent amount of people there. It's just, it's just that place. I don't, I don't know how many people that place sits, but it's it's big. It's got to be. Yeah, it's, it's huge. So it's, yeah. it, I, I think if it seats 10,000 people, even if you have a thousand people, it's still going to look pretty empty. Yeah, well, that's so. good. It's going to be good to get uh, some 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 folks from Cali to come on down, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's not not too far of a drive, so it's uh, my my parents always make the trip, and uh, grandparents come sometimes and stuff. So it's, it's always cool seeing them for for a weekend. When I was uh, when I was helping out with the Oklahoma team way 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 back when, and we'd go to Tucson, the the all the California kids looked forward to going. Uh, to uh to play air at arizona because we can get in and out burger and they hadn't had that was before in and out burger came out west and to dallas so uh, yep yep yeah you can't can't beat in and out yeah uh, so they, always always a treat it tastes like home <laughs> we 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 made we made a deal you know that uh sweep uh sweep out there in tucson and we'll get in and out on the way home so uh yeah that worked out <laughs> All right, well, we asked you about your yeah. favorite places to play. What about your least favorite place to play in the conference? Ooh, uh, that would have been Arkansas. <laughs> um, I'll tell you this. Everybody that I've asked that question always says Arkansas. <laughs> yeah, their their rank sucks. <laughs> was, it, was it just because of the 13-foot neutral zone? or? Uh... <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> can't tell you how many times I've gone outside my freshman year. I don't oh. think I realized how small their neutral zone was. I uh I was skating backwards. I was, uh, I was, uh, I think I was playing wing and, uh, I was like going to, going to just kind of be high support in the neutral zone. And I was skating backwards and, and the puck crossed and the whistle blew. And I'm like, what, what's going on? And then I, I looked down and I'm 10 feet offside. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. It, was, it was awesome. All right, so but Ar- yeah. Arkansas, they're gone. They're now sandbagging down at D three, and they're doing well, but uh, they're out of the conference. So with taking Arkansas out of the equation, what would it be? One of the two Colorado ranks, you think? Yeah, yeah, probably Colorado State. They have they have some. I think it's Colorado State. They have some uh, some goofy kick plates. They're blue instead of yellow. Huh. So anytime the puck gets anytime the puck gets rimmed, it's a little harder to pick up the puck and find where it is compared to compared to the normal yellow. All right. So, all right. Interesting. Then, yeah, and they don't they don't have much in the world of the crowd usually, and, and the altitude. Gotta gotta love the altitude. So. Wow. <laughs> all right. Well, you mentioned uh, before you were uh, you know skating in backwards there in Arkansas and found yourself ten feet offsides. You you've started at Oklahoma playing as a forward, and then was it last year that you got conscripted into playing D, or was that the year before? Yeah, last year, last year, um, second semester, uh, we, were, we were pretty short on D. Uh, didn't didn't have a whole lot of depth there. We were we were a lot deeper forward. I played center, and I, I told Bergie if you could teach me how to skate backwards, I could play defense because it's kind of the same thing. So, so well, that, that's what <laughs> I was going to ask. You'd never played defense before. Ooh, no, no. 
Probably well, not. Well, what, 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 what's the big, I mean, obviously going forward, you're going forward and you're looking to score. Uh, other than playing, uh, scooting, uh, having to learn how to skate backwards, what was, from, <laughs> from your from your perspective, what was the biggest difference for you? Uh, just just kind of the, the way you approach the game. Uh, when you're playing forward, you kind of have to take the game to the net. And then uh, when when you're playing defense, you kind of have to wait for the game to come to you a little bit. So it's uh, just kind of a different mentality. Um, I think I've, I think I've adjusted all right. It's uh, definitely still a little weird at times, but it's uh, all all part of the learning process. And it's, at the end of the day, it's still just hockey. So it's uh, same game, little little different approach. Are you uh, are you playing forward or defense now? Yeah, I'm playing D uh, for the most part. Still D, okay. Yeah, it, it it depends on the game. If we had we had a, I think I played four for for a game earlier this year. We had a, a bunch of injuries, a couple guys out sick, so I had to I had to jump up front for for a game. But uh, for the most part, pretty much pretty much D. All right, interesting, interesting. And so, uh, uh, I I just can't imagine the uh, transition from. Uh, having that mentality, as you say, of attacking the net and, you know, following the puck around as opposed to, you know, basically manning a position and, you know, uh, you know, blocking shots and having to change your entire mentality around mid, uh, mid season. That had to be, I, I, in just from a, from a, um, a dope, my, my dopey perspective, I would think that would be kind of tough, but, uh, you, you seem to have made that transition fairly, uh, fairly well. Yeah, it was, it was it was definitely definitely pretty tough. Uh, I wasn't at the, at, the, at the time. I wasn't really factoring much onto the score sheet up front, so it wasn't wasn't necessarily a huge deal to put me put me back on D. I was I was kind of battling through a, a sprained ankle for for the whole first semester. I had a guy fall on my ankle in Colorado, so it was a I could I could barely skate there for a little bit. So it was it was it was a tough semester, but. Uh, yeah, I, I think it worked out. It was it was what was best for the team, and uh, it's been been kind of a, a fun adventure, kind of learning hockey from a, a different angle in, in my last year and a half. So it's uh, been pretty cool. Very nice, very nice. I don't don't sell yourself short because I remember when you when you first started off here watching you, I thought you had a pretty good set of hands, and I uh, still think you did. I uh, still think that you do, and I remember a couple of sh- a sweet little shootout moves that you uh, laid on some folks. And uh, I always was impressed with number 26 because uh, you would score some gritty goals. You would get right in front of the net between the circles and, you know, kind of right there in the uh, in the house, and that's where you did an awful lot of work. And uh, I always thought you, uh, you had a knack for keeping that puck on your stick and finding a way to put it into the net. So uh, don't sell yourself too short. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, good, good things happen when you go to the net. That's uh, kind <laughs> of what. That's my dad truth. and my grandpa always told me. So, <laughs> so with uh, with dad and grandpa being from well, you grandpa's from Toronto. So does that? And you said you're a Kings fan. I got to presume he's a Leafs fan. Yeah, he's he's, he's a Kings fan. Kings fan first. Uh, okay. But, uh, but definitely Leafs are Leafs are kind of my number two team that I root for. They've uh, they've been picking it up in recent years. Uh, I think they'll they'll make a run for a cup here soon. I would imagine. Well, let's hope they've kind of been the. Uh, the uh, poster child for abuse, at least from the original six teams. So uh, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. What other than studying for psychology and criminal justice with a minor in criminology and playing hockey, 
and talking to dopey commissioners on a podcast. What do you, what do you, what does Luke White like to do in his free time? Ooh, I got a, I got a crazy, crazy little border collie. She's, uh, she's, she's turning three right around the new year. And, yeah. uh, she's, uh, she's a handful, but she's, uh, she's great. So it's, uh, it's been cool raising, raising a dog and, and all that. So it's, it's been awesome. It's, uh, means I can't fly home because she would, she's, she's a, she's a crazy dog. She, uh, <laughs> scared of everything so she she wouldn't do well on plane flights so i gotta drive home now that's a long so that's, that's a, a long drive yeah 20 hours Whoa. So, so, a lot of red bull and coffee so that's uh, <laughs> uh i wouldn't i wouldn't change it she's a she's a great dog she she keeps me pretty busy awesome, whatnot, awesome. So. and you said you're looking to uh possibly go to law school huh you took the lsat and i i understand you did fairly well i heard the score someone uh my my dopey co-host <laughs> he told me the score so congratulations that's pretty awesome um, thank you thank you yeah it's a, it's, a, it's a weird i was i was stressing for a bit you, you take the exam and then you have to wait like a month for, for the scores can't really start the application process while you're waiting for the scores because you don't really know what what you got don't really know what schools you could actually get into so no no i got i got a spreadsheet going figuring out where i'm going to apply and stuff so it's uh definitely definitely <laughs> a new new adventure starting so it's uh pretty weird do you have any uh ideas to what area of the law you'd uh like to focus on or perhaps practice in not at all so it's, uh... <laughs> you don't want to be a criminal lawyer <laughs> no i don't i don't think so I don't think so. All right. Uh, All right sounds, well, sounds pretty stressful. Well, they, <laughs> prosecutors and stuff don't necessarily get paid, but what they uh, what they for the hours they put in, they probably don't make as much compared to some of the other fields. Yeah. Well, here, uh, here we, we 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 can talk a little bit afterwards. But from from one lawyer to a uh, a a gonna be lawyer, um, you get a you get a practice i would go to school in the uh, state where you want to practice because the school is going to teach you that state's laws and um you know um I, you, you got to practice what you love and um it's hard to find what that is but um uh, i think you you're you're pretty uh sharp in, in figuring out the criminal at least prosecutors they don't make an awful lot of money prosecutors usually yeah, yeah they turn into great work, judges great work yeah yeah it's great work important work uh, especially for for our society, I just I I don't think I'd, I I really have a, a much of a passion for it. So yep, uh, I'm I'm hoping I find that uh, over the course of law school, but we'll uh, we'll see. It's, uh, yeah, very definitely, good. Uh, yeah, I was I was I was debating taking the taking the business school entrance exam and trying to go for my MBA at the same time too, but uh, I haven't done that yet, and applications are coming up, so I, I think I'll. Uh, probably just stick with law school for now i think it's a wise that's move that's something i want to do yeah if that's something i want to do down the road i, I always could so with um and not knocking guys with business degrees because i have one of those as well but um with <laughs> with a law degree you can hang your shingle out if you want to and uh, you can do your own thing and be your own boss whereas folks uh, especially coming out of college with a business degree they have to enter into the corporate world and they're always subject to uh, uh somebody else's whims you know, uh, somebody else's what, corporate cutbacks, you know, if, if you didn't make a certain mark, if the corporation didn't make a certain mark that quarter, you know, to reach a bonus or uh, had something where they had to write off some money, next thing you know, uh, you know, a swath of jobs is just cut like nothing. So, uh, and, and they don't care. I mean, 
Yeah. So that's yeah, the, all, all about the bottom line. <laughs> yeah, and I understand that's corporate America, but uh, that's that's not a not a fun way to make a living. So interesting. Well, that hey, we, we can talk a little bit more about the the, the law business afterwards. Uh, before we go here, though, Luke, help me out. I'm going to ask you to tell me you've you've been now with Coach Berge for four and a half years, three years at the Western States League, a year and a half so far here at Oklahoma. You got to have a good story, a PG type of a story that you can tell us about Coach Berge. Yeah, it was uh, my uh, my my first year in the Western States. It was our first road trip, and uh, we only had like three veterans on the team. And we went to Idaho, and Idaho was uh, they were they were the best team in the league, hands down. It was it was a tough place to go play. It just an absolute buzzsaw. And uh, it, <laughs> we we were getting smoked, and he came in screaming and yelling, and and this kid had had his helmet sitting on the ground. <laughs> We were such a young team. We were all terrified. And he turned around, and he just saw this helmet sitting there on the ground. And he just punted it, <laughs> kicked it kicked it across the room, and it hit our assistant coach. Oh. Our, assistant coach just, our assistant coach just started laughing. <laughs> we started laughing. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was tough to try and keep it together, but it was <laughs> just in the middle of in the middle of getting thumped. <laughs> it was just a, this moment of comic relief. <laughs> just... <laughs> It was, it was hilarious. It was, it was wow. something else. I just remember looking looking across the room, and I saw this kid, kid I'd grown up playing youth hockey with, <laughs> and, and he just had this vein going across his forehead from trying not to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> absolutely so, hysterical. Moral of the story is, at least in the Oklahoma room, is don't leave your helmet on the floor when Bergie's around, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was, it was pretty funny. It was uh, definitely something I remember for. For a long time, it was uh, it was it was hilarious. Just uh, in the middle of getting smoked. <laughs> <laughs> that made me, you know, I, I wasn't there, but I, the visual image I'm picturing of this is like the coach from Letterkenny walking in and kicking the uh, the the trash yeah. can. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it was, it was pretty funny. <laughs> it was one that sticks out. That's for sure. Very very nice. All right. Well, Luke White, I do appreciate you taking time out of your day to talk to us here on the WCHL podcast. We wish you continued success and um, uh, don't believe anything that Andrew says. Um, he's, he's, he's just full of he's full of dust. He's full of just lies. And uh, he the guy barely knows what he's doing. He thinks he's a he thinks he's a rock star because he's over there playing this terrible, loud music at the hockey rink. Oh. <laughs> I'm telling you, let, let me, uh, let, let me ask you, do you, do you guys notice, I mean, you're playing hockey, so you, you're, you're focusing on hockey, but do you notice how damn loud the music is in that rink? I do. I do. I'm i I'm not necessarily the most focused person. on the so I, I always play better when I'm a little loose. So I, I kind of try and take in the atmosphere a little bit and enjoy, enjoy some of the music they're playing. I figure, boy, I figure it's, it's going to be always a good time. Yeah. I figure it's going to be tough to talk to guys on the bench if you're when your ears are just getting blasted by 158 decibels or something wow yeah yeah it can be but it's uh it's it's that rings our our own own special little place for kind of some quirks and stuff so uh, yeah it does andrew's one of those quirks so (laughs) very good Hey, Luke, I appreciate your time and uh, uh, continued success this season. And I'm, I'm sure we'll see you down in uh, you and the rest of the Sooners down in Frisco. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's the plan. Uh, uh, thanks, for, thanks for having me on. It was a, 
little trip down memory lane. There we go. That's cool. There we go. Hopefully you won't get in too much trouble for it from the guys uh, from Coach Berge, who does listen to the podcast every now and then. So, All right. Hey, that was uh, Luke White, number 26 for the University of Oklahoma.